What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Hans. And this is Tristan. Welcome to the Hans and Tristan podcast. Thank you guys for joining us for another fun-filled episode of the Hans and Tristan podcast. So today's episode, we're going to be diving into um, relationships. Um, clearly, people have a hard time staying together. I mean, there was a rumor it's with... It's getting warm. Sundress season, man. It'll get you. Listen, and, and listen, it's getting warm. So, you know, you got to you gotta cut them little joints off. And I get warm. Everybody yeah, acting yeah. All these men acting up now that it's warm. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, look wow. at they got that COVID man. vaccination and don't know how to act. Listen, they out here in these streets. So, like you said, the weather is changing. You know, your little cuff partner, you got to slide them off real quick. You know, it's warm out here. I don't need to stay warm. I don't need anybody to keep me warm. We're going out here. Sundress is about to hit the street. Boy, boy, boy. My favorite time of year. Um, is, is have you seen my wife in the sundress? I listen. You've seen my wife. You've seen my wife. Why you think I don't wear certain stuff around her? You ain't going to be having me feeling like a little toddler next to all that ass? No. Listen, have you no. seen my wife? Built. Okay, break house. Listen. Break house. Let me so, talk about my um, thoughts. <laughs> get in the corner stuff. yes <laughs> so um like we said we saw rumors with uh j-lo and a-rod possibly breaking up um i think the only thing she's alluded to is that they are going through a difficult time but not officially broken up um we saw quavo and sweetie sweetie however you pronounce her name they're I'm, broken up. I'm so out the loop. Who else? Who else done broke up, Hans? Please tell me. Uh, you gotta stay with I it. know. Listen, I've been sleep for like three days. Okay. <laughs> you working too hard. Take uh, some of your own advice. Relax. Take a couple know, days off. Tristan. I know. I'll do that in April. <laughs> Got it. So, um, yeah, they broke up. Uh, little baby and his baby mama broke up. She sold the customized truck that uh, he got her. Petty thing is, Quavo repoed the Rolls Royce, got her. I was like, that's petty. But Are you surprised? Um, that's some Floyd Mayweather shit. Like, oh, I'm mad at you. Give me all this shit back. Nigga, fuck you. I'll burn this shit before I give it back. But that's probably why I, I, ain't, I ain't married. See? <laughs> See? I, I'm, I will burn all this shit before I give you any fucking thing back. Fuck out my face, nigga. Fight me. So, you know, we have all of that going. But the biggest one to me is this uh, self-proclaimed kind of relationship expert, uh, Derek Jackson, I believe is his last name. Big swell dude, given, um, you know, yes, relationship. his influence. arms are like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, he's swell dude. He has to yes. play football or something. He stays in the gym. Yes. So um, I didn't own up when he was married. Didn't I know did. That. I, I found it out, like, probably like a couple of months ago, though. Okay, so apparently he's he's uh, married and it's been put out there that he's been cheating on his wife. So lo and behold, he puts out a video explaining the situation. And from what he tells us, Tristan, and you heard the video played it for you, is that him and his wife were separated. And during such separation, he rekindled an old flame with uh, this young lady he used to talk to and they began conversing again. Now, according to him and his statement, 
he never was physically intimate with her, but they did have conversations of the sexual, which were sexual in nature. So, you know, there's that. So my question before we dive into the complexities of relationships, do you think his brand will recover from this transgression? Because his brand is relationship expert, relate, you know, speaking to, about relationships, giving advice. I'm just That's what to figure out who buying his shit. I mean, sometimes what? he have some. Listen, I don't know anyone who buys shit, but I mean, like, clearly someone's buying it because he's in business. I'm just saying, black I women. Don't, I don't black know. Women my are eating, eating it up. I don't know because I feel like some of the things he says, like. 1% of the shit he says, okay, has some accuracy to it, but I think it's rooted in kind of talking down on people, and I feel like if you gotta prove your point by talking down on other people, even if it's your own fellow Black men, then you have no point to prove. That's just me personally, and that's just how I was raised, but here's my thing with his statement. Here's my <laughs> thing. If you feel like you were doing nothing wrong, regardless what you did with this other person, would be irrelevant right so if i feel like my relationship was over and what i was doing with whomever whether we just talking texting fucking whatever if mm -hmm. i feel like me doing this is okay because this situation is over then what's the problem so he knows his relationship wasn't over which is why he's trying to justify and say well i didn't have sex with her but if you felt like your relationship was over and it was ending y'all were separated you having sex with someone else like why would that matter right no, I agree. There was there was a lot oh, of mixed he's messaging. Full of he's full of shit. That's what he is. Basically, there's a lot of mixed messaging um, when it came to what he said. But I, even before I get to that, I do want to start where you started. I did have issues with his message and his content just because I did feel like it came from a place of pompous like it was very a place of entitlement it wasn't yeah. too relatable it was it not humbling at all like he was not yeah, humble yeah, it, at all or remorseful yeah, it came, exactly it came from a place of like i'm on this pedestal like you were saying and this is what you need to do if you're not doing this you got it all the way messed up and it did not give credence to the fact that human personalities and characters are fluid so certain things that you're preaching of or dictate are not fixed in the human character, like the way personalities develop, those things are not fixed, which is why I really had issues with some of the things that he was saying, but people were bigging them all out there, you know, um, Twitter and Instagram, they love to put stuff out there because he was, if I'm honest though, he was a derivative. He was coming from something different. He was a black man, you get what I'm saying? And he was speaking something that you don't see black men speak in that nature anyway. Right. right, but so I feel was, like it was still counterproductive because even what he was saying, like the whole foundation of his content, right, is to be a relationship expert, right, as well as attempting to like restructure the, you know, relationship between black men and black women. However, you're restructuring it to a point where it's still in a toxic manner because you're dogging all these black men. Right. So if a if a black woman was saying the things that he was saying, then she would be considered, oh, you're male bashing, you're man hating, you're this, you're that. So that That's to exactly me is a double edged right. sword, right? On top of the fact that you're giving all this content, but you're not giving steps to reach the ultimate goal of what we're trying to seek. Then on top of that, nigga, you ain't even living what the fuck you preaching. 
<laughs> no, yeah, it was very problematic. It was. And um, I do agree with you. What I was seeing was he was um, it, it, liking me to Steve Harvey, right? So people who know me know that I have issues with Steve. And, my, and it's not what I'm personally, I admire his hustle. I admire his grind. But I also felt like some of the stuff, especially the, during the time his book was coming out, Think Like a Man, a lot of the stuff he was throwing out there was really problematic to relationships. And that's the issue I really had. Anything else he does, I've actually pretty much like. I've always loved his stand-up. I love the Steve Harvey show coming up. You get what I'm saying? Like, so let me not say I've always had an issue. It's just like during that period of think like a man kind of thing, the stuff he was putting out there to me was more hurtful, it was more harmful than helpful because it was putting out stereotypes, which is basically essentially what this guy Derek was doing. Like you said, he was giving us something that sounded good because people were not used to a black man saying that they were used to it coming from a black woman, but he was also building a straw house. There was not a lot of substance in this content. Right. And it, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't taking into account the fluidity of personalities and context of situations. Like, of course, there are certain generalities that will always be foundational elements, like infidelity in a relationship is just not healthy. Like, of course, like, you but know, people, you know the thing like is, that. when you do shit like that, people are like, mm, that was deep. Yes, Lord. Yeah. You be like, <laughs> right. What? So that was, you know, that was my issue with him, you know, just initially with, with his relationship. But hey, if there's a market for it and people, I'm not in the way of getting into your money. Right. I ain't gonna stop nobody hustle. Hey fam, do what you do to they don't come don't over buy here. It. Don't come over here trying to sell water to a well, baby, because I'm gonna blow right. this shit wide the fuck open. I'm gonna be like, listen, Slim. <laughs> right. Take this on but, elsewhere. Um, exactly. But my issue with uh, some of the statements he said is it gave me kind of like a um, somebody who was straddling the fence. So it kind of came off like, hey, I'm going to look like I'm apologizing. But well, I'm not, I'm not really apologizing. Right? Yeah. I'm just going to justify my actions real quick. But I'm going to kind of look remorseful. And in justification of my actions, I'm going to put out some of the stuff that I've said. And I'm going to use that as right, I'm going to make this about well. me, but not about me cheating, but about my brand. But I'm going to pretend like I'm remorseful, even though I'm not going to apologize because I'm really not sorry for what I did. I'm more sorry that I got caught. So there it's like, go. nigga, I don't know who you like. All he did was talk in circles. He's like, yeah, he because did. I threw out all my liquor. I thought, first of all, not near motherfucker throwing out liquor. Liquor too expensive. Name a nigga throwing out liquor unless they ain't AA. Not near motherfucker. He said, yeah, and other stuff. What was talking about? Weed, crack, shrooms? What else? What other stuff you threw out? That's what I was curious about. Other stuff I was into, such as. Right, such <laughs> as. Because you ain't throwing out old pussy, nigga, as we see. You circling back to that like motherfucking an addict. Right. And But here's one thing I will say that he did mention, and he should have gone into, which, like, I don't know. Well, he probably realizes this now, but didn't see that that may have been the time for it. But he literally had an opportunity to turn this into a turning moment. Like, admit where you went wrong, what you did wrong, and be like, this is where I messed up, and this is where I want you to like. That's how I would have flipped this train. Bye-bye. I am like, this is a teachable listen. moment, and I understand exactly how I did wrong. As I tell y'all, y'all shouldn't be dating. He like, this actually was a test. Candace fell. You ain't gonna be dating married men any goddamn way, Candace. <laughs> listen, man, I would have flipped that whole thing. It would have been like, look, listen, 
Yeah, I was talking to this chick, Candace. You know, I definitely messed up because although I was still in the midst of a separation with my wife, we were not divorced, so I'm still in this relationship. And admittedly, I still have feelings for my wife. This is where I messed up. And this is where you can learn. When you truly cut somebody off, you need to cut them off all the way. Not halfway, not just stop contacting. You need to break contact. You need to lose the that contact. That person never existed. Right. So you're no longer tempted to go back when the relationship gets hard. All right, guys. So, yes, I did mess up. But this is where you can learn and be better than me. And we can be better together. Man, he could have. He could have. But first of all, that requires you to actually be savvy, one. And then two, (laughs) it requires you to actually be, have, show humility, which he clearly struggles with. Well, apparently, allegedly, from what I was reading in the comments, they said his wife was in the room when he recorded that. Of course, somebody had to press the motherfucking record on the damn thing. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something about women. Let me tell you something about women. We ain't stupid. We'll, we ain't gonna lose the money. Now, guess what? I stopped sleeping in the same motherfucking bed as you, nigga. You will never have sex with me again in life, but I ain't gonna divorce you. You need that but bread. Because I'm gonna still have access to this money. On a side note, I know I'm gonna, this is gonna derail us. This is gonna derail us, but the honest question, and I know you're big on this. Kanye West was just um, announced to be the richest black man in America, worth six point six billion. Do you think this divorce is gonna go through now? Fuck no! Fuck no! <laughs> Fuck no! Kim gonna be like, yeah. hey honey, hey Pooh Bear, listen. So you don't think this divorce is going through? Listen. You think, have you ever seen the Kardashians let money go? 6.6 billion. That, that, when they say real G's moving silence, that was some goat shit right there. I don't give a fuck what anybody say. All this acting crazy and shit, that nigga motherfucking pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. <laughs> you out here acting crazy. I'm talking about that's a real smoking mirror for your ass. He said, I'm about to see who in my corner, who got my back and who don't. So let me show my ass real quick. And I can weed all these niggas out. But nah, Kim ain't gonna go through that. If if it's up to her, she won't. Hmm. Because she's, well, I don't know what their prenup looks like. Because technically, I think I read it somewhere. They both did sign a prenup. Um, but, you know, not every prenup is the same. Right. You know, stipulations vary and by Beyonce you know, circumstances. Beyonce said she'd get $32 million for every kid she busts out. And I've been counting over the years. You've been counting? <laughs> So, you know, every prenup is not the same. So let's get that clear. Do you think, though, that they're both risking? I don't think Kanye will go through it because his head, right, is so huge. He's not going to risk a hit and lose the title of richest black man. I don't think he's willing to do that. And I I, I I agree with you, but for different reasons. I agree but I think in regards to not losing Kim per se at the end of the day, I think that's more will be more of his thing. But I do agree with the money because if I had you a motherfucker, so? if I had a motherfucker who was willing to, was about to get half of my shit, half, half of my shit, either I'm gonna stay with you, I'm gonna kill you off. One of them. Wow. But I think at this point, right, they've both, I mean, let's be real. Okay, I'll be, I'll be, you know, the optimistic one and say I believe that they got it married for love and everything like that. Stop. That happened with her three times. This is her third marriage. 
I know, I know, but her I'm gonna go ahead and say marriage. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. All right, well, you do that. I won't. I, I, I will. Now, I, I believe Kanye might have married for love. I don't think she did. I know for a fact she did. Here's, here's the thing, though. I don't think we're giving him enough credit because he benefited financially from being married to them. Because let's not forget, just three or four years ago, he was in debt, in massive debt. Because he had some investment things that just fell through, and right. he was in debts like fifty mil or plus. You get what I mean? Right. Now the benefit is you do have Kim who has seed money for you. You get what I'm saying? You do have a connection with Chris who can point you and you know talk to different people and everything like that. So I can't sit here and say Kanye didn't benefit as much as Kim didn't because I definitely think it was mutually benefit. But I do think he does love her. Yeah, I think he does. I just don't think that this divorce may go through, man. After your six point six billion up here, if I was getting ready to divorce a nigga and he won the lottery, babe, let's work this out. You heard, you heard that report that happened a couple years ago. What? This guy won the lottery, right? And his divorce ain't go through. Cashed in the ticket, went to court to go through the divorce. Wife found out, got half of the lottery. Winning. Good for her. I ain't, no. I ain't been that happy since uh Michael Jordan and his wife got divorced back when I was in high school. I said, how much, how much she get? Good for her. Good for her. No, definitely good should. for her. She, she went she went through a lot. So right. Let's, as, she, let's as she, she went she went through a lot. But that that's messed up. That lady had been out the house when I was reading that report, she had been out the house having lived with dude for a year or whatever, and just off of a technicality. Of this Listen. divorce, you're gonna get half of my lottery will gotta be quicker than that, sir. <laughs> I took it with a save there. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have cashed that motherfucker till I signed them divorce papers. I took it with a save there. Listen, when this six oh, I got time. Okay, bet money. That's how I'm get trying. Divorce divorce. Have you seen them niggas go pick up their lottery money? They be having like mask and shit on, so can't nobody see. Mm-hmm. I'm in a nigga with no mask, no nothing. I dare nigga to ask me for something. Nope, I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it. Sorry, partner. Can't do nothing for you. I'm the type where I wouldn't even go pick it up. Mail it to me. Some states you got to go pick it up in person. No, yeah. Some states you do. Uh, if, I, if I got an option, I don't need to see me, man. Listen, I won't go pick mine up because I already done sold my house and everything. I done got in my RV. You will never find me, Sally Mae. You will never <laughs> find me. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, y'all. In, in this season of sundress, coming out don't let it I ruin think, your relationship don't let that 15 dollar dress <laughs> ruin your relationship that damn sure 15 dollars okay ladies do not let these men with their arms all out because you know sun's out guns out don't let them do yeah, it go home know. to your We're... boo go home to your boo with his flabby arms it's okay there you go there they you still go. hold you, you the same up. way you can do some push-ups i can go in the gym together there's there's ways around it. Y'all, y'all it hold is. strong through this season because, man, I'm not going to lie. It was the hardest in college. You know how it is in college. Man, as hey. soon as the weather changed, the midriffs are out. Let me tell you something. And then, you know, I was yeah. at HBCU. So, like, motherfuckers oh. out there with their shirt off and shit, booty shorts, weeds down to their ass. I'm like, See, that's how I got pregnant in college. Don't be like <laughs> me. Be better than me. <laughs> So, yeah, all our listeners out there in college, man, hey, bro, hold strong, man. That that yard, 
That yard is gonna be. That's how I'm trying to tell Genesis. We did a, a tour for Kennesaw State, so I'm telling her, I'm like, listen, this ain't nothing. I'm like, I ain't never been to a predominantly white institution, but I have been to HBCU. We need to go visit HBCUs because, I mean, this this you know, PWI is cute, but at the end of the day, ain't nothing like an HBCU when that that sun crack open. Wow, yeah, you man. Having fish fries on the yard. You be like, you yes. We on, on the courtyard. They be looking real festive out there. I'm trying man. to tell you, somebody blasting the music from one of their rooms and stuff. You be like, it's, it's the vibe. Black people are so amazing. Shout out to black people, especially young black yeah, people. Man. Yeah, but we need to do better, though, because um, COVID's still here in Miami is wild right so it it's just we need to do better. We need to do a little better though. Like, come on, y'all. Like just just a, a little. It's, we're not completely wide open yet. We're not, not completely wide open. A smidge better. A smidge better. But yeah, but you know, Atlanta, Atlanta wide open. Oh, we ain't never been close. COVID's not rolling in Atlanta, so they said COVID who? Nah, that stop at the damn border. Yeah, yeah. It don't it don't it don't come through here. So apparently. But um I wish Derek the best in his relationship endeavors with his wife. Hopefully they can work it out. I mean, I'm about to say, you know. I personally don't care. <laughs> you know, I mean, I got to wish the man the best. Um, as, as a I fellow just, married man, I understand. Hey, man, we got to read out here, man. It's hard out here. So um, I will say, though, whenever you're encountering this stuff on Instagram, you know, all your social media, Get past the superficial and see if there's some substance there. So something can sound great, but is there true substance? So you should always really kind of gauge that because these self-proclaimed experts can really be detrimental to Mm -hmm. your life because I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of them are not really out there helping people. They're more out there cultivating their brand and selling a dream or some type of, you know, method or some type of niche, niche. They're not really out here trying to help people um, better themselves and better their relationships. And that's the thing is understanding that, you know, it's a lot of people who are going to be opportunists. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. The single Black woman is one we're we're the highest consumers we we buy, buy more shit than anybody right and that is a, a market like if you're a single black woman you've dated you've been through some shit so do not let someone monopolize or weaponize your past experiences and just make money off of you just because they know you're a hot commodity because they know oh yeah you want to get married you want this okay so i'm gonna I'm tell you this i'm gonna tell you that yeah Whole time he the same fuck boys we trying to get away from and we giving him my money. If that ain't the biggest hustler goddamn 2020, 2021. Hustle, bro. Well, I'm telling you, that's his demographic. Single black women. I feel like if you are in a position, right, where you're like a therapist, a life coach, relationship coach, preacher, pastor, whatever, and you go against whatever, you gotta give your people a refund. Mm. It'll never happen, but I see it. I'm just saying, don't be a hypocrite. Yeah, or at least be transparent and say, look, this is what happened. This is why I messed up. Because I tell my clients in a minute, I'm not a therapist in my personal life. <laughs> Understand that shit. I'm not yeah, a therapist in my personal life. And here's my thing. So uh, for those who are listening, who um, 
I don't want y'all to think like we're bashing this dude. That's not really what it is. What I'm bringing into question is his methods and application of it. So um, at the end of the day, me and Tristan went to school. Um, so we actually have a legitimate expertise or knowledge or secondary knowledge. I won't say expertise because I don't believe anybody's an expert in anything except for your own life. Blah, blah. But we actually have a, a quantifiable knowledge on certain topics when it comes to mental health relationships, et cetera, et cetera. So what I have issue with is some of his content and what he's preaching are actually not how relationships really go. And that, that bothers me. And I feel like I have to say something because I see a lot of my people, especially my black ladies falling into that. You get what I mean? So at the end of the day, I can't just sit here and, and you know, and, and let that happen and not put you guys on the game. So I'm going to put you on the game. And this can happen for anybody. Even some stuff, I, if, if you see something and you don't think it's right, question it. You know what I'm saying? Question everything. Question I everything. Agree. Put I it agree. to the task. Do your research. That goes with everybody on yep. any level. Do your research. Question everything. See if it holds up true. Because at the end of the day, there's always somebody out here trying to split the that's in every area and every dynamic. So I agree. Everyone mm -hmm. can't everyone can't have a Hans in their life as like I do. Okay. <laughs> Cause you damn sure is my relationship guru. I'm like, listen, Hans. <laughs> I, got I got your back. I got your back. <laughs> but yeah, man, question everybody, do your research and make sure they're they're on point. Because at the end of the day, I don't want you to end up Wendell, bamboozled, ran astray, run them up. There you go. We ain't land on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landing on us. Right, in a bad situation just because you listen to somebody's Instagram. The wrong idiot. But guys, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Let us know how you're doing with this shift, this transition. Are you getting ready to gear up and live life out there in these sundress streets? Or are you holding it down with your boo and going to try to make it work and stick through with your wintertime boo? All season boo. Both of them. <laughs> Facts. Anyway, guys, as always, you can listen to our podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. Subscribe, like, share it. Also, hit us up on social media. We're on IGS, the Hans and Tristan podcast. We're also on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Hit us our YouTube channel. Our channel is Hans and Tristan podcast. Name's the same. Hit up the channel, subscribe, like, share. We appreciate it, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye.